Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about eight things that billionaires have in common, or at least eight things that people think all billionaires have in common. But before we hop into the episode, do me a big favor. If you haven't done so already, head over to iTunes, leave me a rating and a review. That is the biggest way you can help the podcast aside from sharing it, which you guys do a great job of doing. We're almost at episode 200 and it's amazing how many people we've already reached and I want to keep reaching more and more and more. So leave me a rating, leave me a review, share this on social media. And of course, if you're interested in more of the the trading side of things, visit www www.tier1trading.com. Get your hands on some free education and start becoming more financially educated and start learning how you can take control over your financial future. Now, the post that I saw about eight things that billionaires apparently have in common came from scrolling through the Instagram, right? I was uh, just got done from a run. I was scrolling through Instagram. A lot of the clients that I work with are on IG. So I went there. I always check on what they're doing. I try to support them. They do a great job of supporting me. So whenever I can double tap the picture, give it a like, give it a share, leave a comment, I try to do that. Um, I also use Instagram as a source of getting educated and motivated. I follow a lot of people that do inspirational posts or inspirational quotes and, you know, words that just keep me fired up throughout the day. Um, I just came back from a run. I've been kind of slacking during the, the, the busy, this busiest period of my year. And um, I just started getting back at things. I had a nice workout yesterday. I, I tried to get one in today and I just felt like crap. Um, and, uh, you know, I just needed something to kind of inspire me and, and, and get me back going. And I came across a post that said eight things that billionaires have in common. And I'm, I'm, I didn't necessarily agree with them, but I'm going to read them to you first and then lend you my opinion. Number one, they don't waste any money. Number two, they look at their numbers daily. Number three, they work smarter, not harder. Number four, they make their money work for them. Number five, they value money more than others. Number six, they benefit from having good credit. Number seven, siete, they don't keep up with the Joneses. And number eight, they prioritize success over leisure. And I had a problem with three, maybe three and a half of these. Um, and the first one was number two. They look at their numbers daily. Now, again, this is, you know, obviously these posts on social media are just, they're simply created to get likes and, 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 and I, I guess inspire controversy. I don't know the, the, the words you want to use for it. So don't take this as the say all be all. I'm not saying all millionaires or billionaires do this, all million or billionaires don't do that. But I, it, it kind of, I don't want to say offends me when you put that all on there. You can say most or, or the majority of, but I don't think all billionaires look at their numbers daily. In fact, many successful, many of the most successful people on the world, yes, they track their numbers. Yes, they're aware of their numbers. You always want to know what's going on in your business. But just like in trading, what's more important is the process, right? The process will create the outcome. Um, many successful people started off like any other business or startup, losing money or breaking even. And when you're at that point in time, and trust me, I've had a few startups, if you had that point in time where you're, you're working so hard just to lose a little bit less each month, you're working so hard just to break even, 
the full focus has to be on the process. You have to trust the process. You have to trust yourself. It's an investment. If I keep doing this the right way, it is going to pay off. It just takes a matter of time. If I keep doing this the right way, it will pay off. It's just going to take a matter of time. And eventually it pops and you become successful. And what you do is you carry that same successful mindset with you, even when you're making a lot more um, than what you were when you first started off. It's the process. How can I do things the right way? How can I become more efficient? How can I be more productive? And the numbers are simply a result. If you're sitting there staring at the numbers, right? Because if you've ever been in the stock market and you pay attention to earnings, there are so many things that affect earnings. Man. The weather affects earning, um, you know, natural disasters, uh, just stuff going on in the world. All of that can affect your bottom line. And maybe because you miss on a month, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going to crap. It doesn't mean that the world is going to explode. It means like, hey, maybe this happened and that had an effect on it. We got to take that into account. But process over time, we're still doing the right thing. So I really disagree with that. I don't think, uh, I, I think billionaires are just successful people. I don't know why I say billionaires. It, it sounds better. Um, I think successful people are aware of their numbers. Um, the bigger picture, they know what's going on, um, but they're not, they're not wasting time looking at them daily. That would just drive you insane looking at your numbers daily, right? It doesn't really, in my opinion, doesn't really serve any purpose to look at your numbers daily. So the next one that I disagree with slightly is number three. They work smarter, not harder. And, and the whole thing, uh, give me a second to chug some water. The whole thing works smarter, not harder is is a complete joke to me. It's 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 cliche. It sounds good. Work smarter, not harder. But if you look at anyone that's successful, no one became successful from working smart, but not harder. Right. You can work smart all you want. And trust me, I believe it's needed. I think you have to do things a smart way. I've shared with you throughout this podcast journey of mine that, you know, as my life has changed, as my businesses have developed, as I, my family has developed and I, I find less time to you know, commit to, to work the way I used to, I have to find ways to be more productive. Time management is really key to me. And that, that does go under working smarter. I'm finding ways to get the most out of the time I have. I can be just as productive these days with one hour as I was with maybe three hours uh, five years ago. But at the same time, I'm still working harder than everyone I know. That doesn't change. I'm working differently, but I'm still working harder. And you have to work hard if you want to be successful. You can be smart all you want. If you're not putting in the work, right? If you're not putting in the time, the effort, you're not going to get anywhere. So I think it's a combination of both. Obviously, you want to work hard and smart. But I also believe that hard work, um, you know, if I had to choose one, working harder or smarter, I would work harder. Because even though it may I may, I may be less efficient, it may take me a lot more time to get something done. By the pure fact that I'm working hard, I'm going to get something done. By the pure fact that I'm just working smart doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to get something done in the same time as the harder worker. So that's my opinion on it. Again, I'm a little bit biased. I've gotten to where I'm at in life just by working harder than everyone else. I had to kind of adapt working smarter to get to the next level, but I still think hard work pays off. And, you know, even if you're not working smart by process of elimination, you work hard enough, eventually you'll, you'll get the right answer. It actually brings you back to, um, probably make this a podcast for another day. There was a book I'm supposed to read called The Culture Code. Um, and my friend was telling me about it. Um, and we were having a whole conversation about how society is changing and, and, and kids are growing up differently and there's so much depression and, and it, it, 
Again, I don't want to get too deep into it, but he told me there was an experiment in this book where it was a project that had to be done. And there was a group of kindergartners, there was a group of like college students and a group of like professionals in whatever the field was. And the children in the book outperformed the the college students and the professionals. And a lot of it had to do with communication. Uh, the older generation was a little bit too sensitive to really put their ideas out there because they didn't want to hurt anyone else's feelings. Um, but essentially, the kids were brutally honest with each other. And they just tried and tried and tried. And they would try something, they'd mess up, they'd try something else. They'd try something, they'd mess up, they tried something else. So they weren't necessarily working the smartest per se, but they were working very, very hard. And each time they found a way not to do it, they just kept working hard on the next way and they kept working hard on the next way and eventually they got it done. So don't necessarily agree with that one. Um, number five, they value money more than others. And I, I do think you have to value money, obviously, um, but I don't necessarily think successful people or, or billionaires value money, right? Um, if you want to be massively successful, it's not because of the money. Trust me. Um, we've gone over this before, but once you get to, once you make a certain amount, money stops providing the same happiness, right? When you're poor, a little bit of money makes you happy, right? You, you, you have nothing to your name, $10,000 makes you happy, right? You got a little bit to your name, $100,000 makes you happy, right? Once you get, you know, $100,000 plus, you know, it, it stops having the same effect. You, you, there's not really, I mean, don't, don't take this the wrong way. There's always stuff you can do, especially if you're an investor, but the difference between you know ten thousand and a hundred thousand is a lot different between you know say ten thousand and two hundred thousand, ten thousand and five hundred thousand. As, as far as like happiness and fulfilling those basic needs of life, meaning paying my bills, eating, not worrying about you know having the the house foreclosed on me, uh, the basic necessities, right? Once you get over a hundred thousand dollars, I think it's even less than that. Obviously, depending on where you're at, I think in the U.S. it's like seventy-five thousand. Once you get over seventy-five thousand, you can quote unquote live comfortably, not fear of any like bad stuff happening. So after that level, the amount of money that you have really decreases your happiness because you're no longer in that that fearful state of like, am I going to make it? Um, although no one, people aren't good at managing money these days. Uh, no one has enough in their savings to, to really have that rainy day fund. So, you know, maybe that's not the case. Maybe that's getting less and less as people become less financially responsible. But the point is, once you make a certain amount of money, the drive is different, right? My drive used to be to make as much money as possible because when I had no money, I wanted all the money, right? As soon as I started making money and once I got to that comfortable state, my drive was different. Now, I always want more money, right? Because I can do more things with more money. But when it comes to doing more things, what more things can I do? And the more things that I can do really comes back to my value. I, I value helping others. I value um, setting up kind of a legacy, right? So when I look at it now, right, if I were to ever get extra money, the first thing I do with it is I invest it. Why do I invest it for myself? No, I don't care about myself. I invest it for my future generations. I invest it so I can set up something where my kids can have success when they're older, right? So it, it's purposeful. It's not for me. I don't value money. I value the I guess the outcome of what that money can do. I value being able to make charitable donations and help people of need, right? Those are the value. Now, money is needed to do that, but I hope you guys can see there's a difference. I don't value the money. I don't value the, the physical money. I value what the money will allow me to do and how I can help others with that money. And that, that becomes the game, um, much more than just money. So, and I don't know if, the, if it meant it that way. I don't know if it meant value money as far as like they don't waste it. Um, there's another one that said they don't um, 
keep up with the Joneses. So I kind of I kind of thought that said that that kind of handled the you know value as far as don't spend it on dumb stuff. Um, but at least th this is just how I interpreted it. And the last one, which is um, I, I kind of agree with it, but don't is number eight. They prioritize success over leisure. And I'm uh, if you made me vote, I would say I'm in favor of this. Um, I prioritize I success. I, I success. I I sacrifice. There we go. <laughs> I sacrifice my leisure all the time for success. Right. I, I am in complete grind mode right now. I'm willing to invest the next 20 years of my life and, and digging myself into the dirt, working hard so that I can live out the last 40 years of my life doing whatever I want and not doing anything that I don't want to do. Right. Um, but I think that I value success very, very hard, but I think there is a, there's a combination. I, I, the reason I do what I do and, and the reason many successful people do what they do is because they value freedom of time. They want to be in the position where they can do whatever they want, whenever they want. They don't, they want to go on a vacation. They don't have to call out, call into a boss and say, Hey boss, do you mind if I take off these two weeks? If they just don't feel like waking up and going to work one day, they don't have to call anyone. They can do what they want when they want. They're in complete control of their time, in complete control of their life. Um, and I think, and that's what I value. I think that's what many successful people value. Now, because we're kind of driven a little bit differently than your average person, I think we often we often choose success, right? We often we can have, you know, for example, I had a, I had an off day on Sunday, and I could have chosen to sit on my butt and do nothing all day, right? And I did that for some of the day, watching my Philadelphia 76ers lose, and hopefully they they win the series by the time this podcast comes out, um, but. I always find myself, whenever I get a few days off, I find myself saying, hey, Akil, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to binge watch Game of Thrones and catch up and I'm going to do this. And, and lo and behold, what happens? I end up waking, waking up five o'clock in the morning. I end up turning on the computer. I end up being productive because I just, I'm driven to do that. I think it's something that's in, in our blood. It's, it's, it's in our DNA. It's in our makeup to grind, grind, grind. I think that's what, that's what uh, separates the successful people or the successful mindset um, from others. So I, I don't want to say I prioritize success. I, I prioritize leisure. I prior, prioritize being able to do whatever I want, whenever I want. Um, but just like the value of money, success is what allows me to do that. So I, I see success as a way to earn leisure. Um, and, you know, kind of like having money in the bank, even if I'm not using that leisure, I could if I wanted to, right? I, I, you know, I have no intentions of going out and buying a Ferrari, but I could if I wanted to. I, I just don't choose to. Um, it's one of those type of deals. So, that's my opinion on uh, the eight things. Do me a favor, uh, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll read through all of them again. Uh, number one, they don't waste uh, any money. Number two, they look at their numbers daily. They work smarter, not harder. Uh, they make their money work for them. They value money more than others. They benefit from having good credit. I think that's a no-brainer. Uh, they don't keep up with the Joneses, uh, meaning that they just they don't they're not kind of always getting the next big thing just because like, you know the gold chain, the Ferrari, the the newest you know million dollar suit. And then the last one was they prioritize success over leisure. So I'd love to hear your opinion, um, not only on what you think of these things, which ones you value, what you think about my opinion as well. And, and am I wrong? Am I right? I mean, I guess it's opinion, so we can't be wrong or right. But I, I'd love to spark the conversation. And I don't. I think in these days and times, we do too much arguing and, and not enough conversing. 
everyone's kind of arguing and instead of listening to the other person, they're kind of just generating their comeback. I like conversation because it's, that's how we learn. And maybe there's one that I didn't mention that you say, yeah, I don't think this is it. And I read your comment. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? And I've learned something from it. I think that's that's the type of environment that we have with tier one trading. That's the type of environment I want to have around this podcast as well. So do that. I look forward to reading your comments, whether it's on the YouTube, whether you're hitting me up on um, on Instagram or the Twitter, um, Facebook as well. Doesn't matter. And as always, I appreciate you supporting the show. We're inching ever so close to episode 200. It's amazing how quickly we've gotten here, and I have no intentions of stopping anytime soon.